Welcome to Cave to the Cross Apologetics. I'm Tony. I'm Patrick. And today we're continuing our discussion uh, uh, from Jason Lyle's book, Keeping Faith in the Age of Reason. Mm-hmm. And we're on uh, chapter two. Uh, we incorrectly told you chapter three's name last uh, video, but this one is Name, Places, and Ge- uh, Genealogies that uh, we're going to figure out if the Bible is wrong and all these names and numbers. And so did we get the names, the name we wrong last? the name of the chapter wrong. Good wow. thing we're not infallible. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. All right. So he says in this section, we're going to examine claims that the Bible confuses names of people or places or that it incorrectly reports the genealogical relationship between particular persons. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's a confusion. Hey, the Bible messed it up. It says this was the name, but really this was the name, which was the real name, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. All right, so we'll just kind of dive right in here and uh, look at the first one. This one has to do with uh, Abathar. And uh, the, the issue here is, was Abathar the father or the son of Ahimelech? Mm-hmm. Right? First Samuel twenty two twenty and 23, 6 teach that Abathar was the son of Ahimelech. But Second Samuel 8, 17 and First Chronicles 8, 18, 16, and others teach that Abathar was the father. So which is it? Was he father or son? Yeah. Or, you know, was, or something else. <laughs> well, uh, First Samuel and First Chronicles do sometimes overlap, I guess, historically. Sometimes. Right. But not all the time. Right. And right. so here... More closely, I think, probably uh, Chronicles and, and Kings overlap more. Yeah. 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 But here it's two different people at two different times, two different places, people with the same name. Oh, is that what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> so believe it or not, even though there were fewer people back then, people still name people after other people, especially in the same family. Yeah, like their father. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which we do today. Yeah. We that's amazing. We yeah. don't claim that, wait, junior, senior? No, no, those are clearly the same person. <laughs> no, we clearly distinguish them because... Uh, it's it's always a a a moniker like a junior or senior that separates or a third or fourth or however right. many yeah. and and here it's talking about um you know the son of someone or if they're referring back to um kind of a, a important person that they can also talk about being in that same line mm, and mm, so a, yeah. a lot of them this one's a good one to start out with because this one kind of talks about in general a majority of the ones that you're going to find in the chapter. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, and he calls this one the equivocation fallacy, which means the, you know, the critic is using the words, in this case, the names, in two different ways because it's talking about two different persons. Abathar's, Abathar's father was named Ahimelech, and, surprise, surprise, Abathar's son was also named Ahimelech, mm-hmm. right? So was it was. Abathar, the father or the son of of Ahimelech? Right. Well, well, we can say yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, depending on who you're talking about. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, so Ahimelech, son of Ahitab, or however you pronounce that. I am uh, not a uh, native old Hebrew uh, talker, but uh, is First Samuel twenty two eleven, and he lived during the reign of King Saul and was killed by Saul before David became king, but then. Amalek, son of Abathar, served as priest during the time that David was king over Israel. And that's in 2 Samuel 8, 15 and 17. Right, right. So two different people, same name, yeah. 
two different two times. different times. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's uh, uh, a, a a big big distinction that would even probably be reflected in um, their name. It's always uh, kind of like Pen, Ben Judah. It's always Ben is son of right. uh, uh, Judah or yeah. whoever the the father moniker is. <laughs> okay, so that clears that up, right? Two um, two different people. Yeah. Father and son. Next one he uh, that we want to look at is uh, this one. Uh, who was Achan's father? Right. Uh, Joshua one seven says that his father was Carmi, and Joshua seven. Uh, I'm sorry, Joshua seven one. Right. Says that his father was Carmi, mm-hmm. and Joshua seven uh, twenty four and twenty two twenty says it was Zerai. Mm-hmm. So which one was it? Right. Uh, this kind of encompasses the other ones that you'll find in this chapter. It's uh, bifurcation fallacy, semantic range fallacy are the, the, the two main fallacies. His immediate father in Joshua 7.1 is Carmi, but he has a more distant father, or we would call it a grandfather, great-grandfather, going back along the patriarchal lines, was Zera, And that's in um, Joshua 7.1 that talks about that there. And also in the uh, 724 and 2220, um, the, the Hebrew word for uh, father or son, but here it's father, uh, literally means this, this male ancestor. Mm. So mm-hmm. context is what's going to provide you the, the, the best rendition of that word. Right. So if, if here it's uh, in 71, it talks about being the son of Carmi. But it's, he's also the son of Zerah, which it says, for uh, Eka, the son of Carmi, son of Zabdi, son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah. So it's tracing back. I mean, he's, he's not three sons here. You know, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's got three one, people's yeah, sons. He's got one right? father. <laughs> yeah. But on, on, the, on the other side, what it could have been also is, uh, especially in the culture of the Hebrews, you have a legal father and you have a biological father. Sometimes uh, when the... the Biological father dies. Um, a a um, heir a along that line, a yeah, brother. Often, uh, yeah. yeah, usually has has the responsibility for taking that other child in. So you could have that clarification. However, here um, Zara is kind of a, a popular figure. It's it's kind of doing a touchstone too. And so yes, he's both a father to uh, Karma is a father to Aka, but then he's also has a grandfather named Zara. Yeah. All right. So bifurcation is, you know, the issue is either it's this or that. It can't be both. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, yeah, it is both this yeah. time. Right? I think yeah. this book, is, especially when we get a little bit farther on and we get more um, uh, New Testament examples, plus the, the, the some of the other ones that you and I have read, especially CounterPoint series, uh, knowing the Greek or finding someone who knows the Greek that can talk about uh, what the original language says literally and then provides you a better context. And so here uh, we're dealing with a lot more Hebrew. And the fact that most of these examples in this chapter are Hebrew show a lack of understanding of the original language <laughs> and the historical context that's done here. It's the attempt for critics to be completely westernized and expect eastern writers to write uh, in, in a western way, way. Yeah. especially yeah. then translating 
uh, having whatever translation that they're they're reading from be a Western read one. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. All right, uh, what's the next one here? Uh, let's see. The next one is number sixty-three. So here we're going into the the uh, New Testament. All right. So what were the names of the apostles? And here, oh man, just Matthew and Mark and Luke do not agree. So here you have the with s- Acts, sy- even. yes, yeah, Acts one, yeah, one thirteen. The, the synoptic even. gospels just, yeah. even though they're all similar and they all come from the same source <laughs> and all Q and all the 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 weird type of stuff that we just can't say. Well, you know, Mark wrote and then. Uh, Matthew wrote and then Luke wrote, um, which seems to be kind of the progression. Um, nope, they 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 had no interaction with each other and they just were lackadaisical with the people that they were living with and knew at the time. That's right. So you have to you have to assume then that the gospels were written written much much later, yeah. and even though it seems to be very historically accurate, um, these details just uh, you know we don't really care about it. Even though right, uh, right. you're you're not you're not too far divorced from if, if you believe in a late dating of of the gospel well so the problem part of that problem there is a lot of the details they did get right i mean oh, very yeah. specific yeah. details right but then how could they miss something as big as who the apostles were <laughs> right. you yeah. know yeah you know so um, so what's the problem here well a failure to read the text carefully and he says also the bifurcation fallacy right right um so so and also the issue here is failing to realize that some people surprise surprise have more than one name yeah even though within the gospels themselves you have the change of some people's names right peter being the biggest example probably matthew and levi right yeah it's the same person different names that kind of stuff right and and why it's because levi would be hebrew name because he's a, a jew living in Rome or yeah, in, right. in Israel. Right. Uh, and then Romans come in, well, you need to assimilate to Roman rule, and then Matthew is the, yeah. the Greek name. Yeah. You can even have a third name. You can even have a Latin name on top of that. So the apostles then, who are they? Well, he lists them here. The apostles are Peter, also named Simon, right? Andrew, it's Peter's brother, James, the son of Zebedee, uh, Zebedee, and John, the brother of James, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, also known as Levi, Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, also called Judas Lebus, Simon, the Canaanite, also called Zelotos, and Judas Iscariot. So mm-hmm. those are the uh, right, and, and and look at the ones. So uh, Andrew is Peter's brother. So. There might have been other Andrews that are hanging around uh, the the writers at the time, so they're or, or had maybe weren't in the twelve, but maybe in the the fifty or the the, the wider circle. Mm-hmm. So the, these all have kind of different connotations. So Peter's brother, uh, uh, also known as Levi, so a, a change in, in name there from um, like we said Matthew being the more Greek name, uh, son of Alphaeus, so referring to a father figure. So there might have been different Jameses. James didn't have a brother. That James didn't have a brother. So you're having more uh, uh, specificity there by by referring to a father figure. And he points out that all three, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, all agree with this list that that we listed here. The only issue then is Acts 113. But notice he says that it also lists all of these except for... Yeah, Judas. Judas, yeah. Because there's two Judas. Understandably... Omitted, right? Since he uh, 
you know his uh the acts doesn't record the events uh you know that um that it starts after judas mm-hmm. was dead and right. betrayed and committed suicide so so they're they're consistent here. It's just different names are used for the same person. And recorded at different times. Yeah. That's why Judas isn't there. All right, well, let's jump back to the Old Testament specifically. Let's get as old as we can in the book of Genesis. How about that? Mm-hmm. So this one is, who named Beersheba? Genesis twenty one thirty one indicates that it was Abraham and Abimelech who named Beersheba. And Genesis twenty six thirty three says it was Isaac who named Beersheba. Yeah. So, who was it? Yes. <laughs> I mean, here it is. Yes. I mean, you you have you have uh, Abraham uh, being the first one who uh, went to uh, Abimelech and dug the well and named the location Beersheba. But then when Isaac goes back, because uh, Abraham was out gallivanting around, saving Lot and uh, you know um, meeting Melchizedek and. Uh, saving the king. So here Isaac goes back to where uh, the land of promise was, uh, kind of in that area. Not not the full land that they would would come to because they got to go to Goshen and Egypt, right. be enslaved, right. wander the desert, and then uh, finally Joshua helps lead the the conquering um, uh, Israel to um, take the land of flowing with milk and honey. So here again you have you have uh, uh, Isaac understanding. The, the the promise given to Abraham, and so he's reclaiming the land that was not abandoned, but but moved away from uh, that Abraham first. Right. So, so he rechristens the well yeah. with the same name that his father had given, mm-hmm. right? And right. so that's really what we're getting: just a rechristening of the of the well by Isaac. Yeah. So who named it? You're right. Yes, they both did. Right. right? Uh, first Abraham and Abimelech, and then. Um, Later, Isaac, mm-hmm. when he when he came back, he rechristened the well. So, no issue there, no contradiction, yeah. no error, right in that particular area. All right. Well, since we're jumping all around, we can jump back to the New Testament. Yeah, and I think this is one that um, probably uh, I don't I don't know if people struggle with, but if if you look at uh, and here it is, where, where did Joseph and Mary uh, live before Jesus' birth? Um, the, the way that we kind of have situated in our minds when someone says, I'm from Detroit or New York City or Los Angeles, we understand, hey, here's the outline of the map and here's the borough. And like, yeah, you can live within different points of, you know, the, the city, but here's the city. Right. But here you have a different geography than what we're used to. Cities aren't always in kind of one location. Uh, you can have miles between different cities that are still called the same same city. Um, and conquering armies come in and kind of distract everything too because then you'll have, you know, the Romans call it something and then uh, the, the Jews will the call, it call it something else. people call it something else. So we, we kind of, I, I can see where confusion might come in, but calling it contradiction is not true. Right. So where did Joseph and Mary live before the birth? Luke 2 contradicts Matthew uh, 2, uh, 1 through 2, 11, 22, 23. And, or does uh, it, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So notice they lived in um, separately in several different places before the birth of Christ. Right, right. yeah. Um, so they traveled to Bethlehem for the census, mm-hmm. right? 
but and but they also lived in uh, it was only that you know so Luke says they lived in Nazareth but they traveled to Bethlehem mm-hmm. right so they lived in several different places you know, which is you know that, that so where did they live well it depends on when you talk about mm-hmm. it, right right so they they lived separately uh, before uh, the birth <clears throat> traveled to Bethlehem no we know that old story. Uh, can't find the inn, uh, which uh, is not really what kind of we kind of think of an inn. It's pr- probably an ancestral home. Uh, didn't have any any uh, uh, room there because everybody's coming in for the census. Uh, we have to go there for Joseph because um, when Caesar uh, called the census, you go you return to your father's homeland. Right. So, uh, so it's going to where Joseph's homeland mm-hmm. was his father's homeland so putting it in bethlehem here here is 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 a, an odd coincidence we would call uh, divine intervention where uh, out of the smallest city david comes and out of the smallest city jesus comes and it's a a fulfillment of prophecy that we we look for for the messiah and here it is directed by pagan romans <laughs> and uh joseph and, and mary return there then Christ is born. They uh, uh, get a, a, a Joseph gets a vision from the angels, uh, and that it says, uh, "Flee because um, you you'll be caught up." Mm-hmm. So they go to Egypt, live there for a bit, maybe a couple of years or so. Uh, King Herod dies sometime in that period, and then they go and settle in Nazareth, in Nazareth. and that's why right. Jesus is called Jesus of Nazareth, right? Because that's right. where. He was originally from, right. although not born there. So, yeah. uh, you know, you could be born in uh, Detroit. You can move to Chicago. Uh, you you most likely refer to yourself as Chicagoan rather than a Detroit person. Right. Yeah. 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 If you grew up in Chicago, mm-hmm. right, you'd say, well, I'm from, where are you from? Chicago. Yeah. Right. Well, well, yeah, but you were born and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So, like, I was born in Chicago, but. You know, we stayed there for a couple of years, and but I grew up in Michigan, mm-hmm. you know, in this area. So, yeah. All right. Uh, next one is uh, this one. Where did Jesus cure the uh, blind man? Where did he cure the blind man? Was it uh, was it at uh, Bethesda, uh, Bethsaida, rather, mm-hmm. as it says in um, in Mark uh, eight, or was it indeed the pool of Salome in uh, John 8. Yeah. So which one was it? Right. Well, uh, here... Um, Lyle, well, so we need the, 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 uh, the real question is, which blind man right. was it? Right. And, and he, makes, uh, he makes a really good point here is it wasn't just two blind people that he, that he healed. Or he, just one. Yeah. yeah. He, 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 he did many, many. Yeah. And uh, his miracles are, are attested to throughout the Gospels. It's not just these two people. Or, or thought th- the critics think it's one person. So why not pull other people and say, oh, this one blind person is the same as, you know, how he's got Matthew 9, 11, 12, 15, 20, Mark 8, Luke 4, 7, 18, John 9. So here, why, why, are, why, why do critics tend to harp, harp on these two? Yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't really make sense, especially if, if you read them, because... Two different blind men healed in two different ways, told to do two different things at two different places. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> so where did he heal the cure the blind man? Well, he cured him in these two different yeah, places in Bethsaida at, at and the, at the, at the very least, and probably many more in many other places. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, I think that's probably it for 
this half, so we'll do another episode for this chapter uh, that has a few more, uh, not quite differences, because uh, like I said, a, a lot of them are this bifurcation fallacy or subset fallacy, or semantic range fallacy, um, but, uh, but- Or a failure to read the text carefully. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's probably a, a, lot of, a lot of that. Yeah. Um, so uh, we'll come back next episode uh, with uh, part, part two of, uh, of the chapter that deals with names, places, and genealogies. All right. We'll see you next time. All right.